going on, everybody? This is Zach. This is Craig, and tonight is a the fifth in a row episode of Voluntarily Rolling. Five weeks, new record. Uh, <laughs> I, I am excited. I can't five we, weeks in a row. We made it this far. <laughs> this is a milestone. This is mind blowing. This is next level big brain stuff. It's really hard for us to get together week in and week out. But I guess one of the good things about my foot surgery was a little stability as far as being off on the weekends. That's always fun. Yeah, and it has allowed us to completely reboot the show from the ground up. New logo and everything. So, it's just... Enjoy this historical moment, audience. This is great. This is a... On on Leap Day. On Leap Day. This will uh, be the best voluntarily rolling ever done on February 29th. This is the Leap Day episode. <laughs> this is a tradition now. <laughs> uh, uh, to start the Leap Day episode off, we're going to be talking a little bit... I saw some interesting headlines... Uh, this week, uh, this was a week full of interesting headlines, and we're trying to get to all of them. But uh, uh, talk, there's talk of we've, you know, on the show we have talked about how the Pac-12 has some serious problems yeah. going forward. Yeah, well, these problems have gotten so bad that the most decorated program in the Pac-12, the uh, Southern California Trojans, there's some rumbles that they may go independent. You know, kind of like a Notre Dame situation where they're guaranteed a primetime spot every week because mm-hmm. it's USC. Uh, so, Zach, what's some pros and some cons? I'll start move? with a con, but it's not really an important con. There's, there's no conference championship game. Mm-hmm. But the pro that's going to show that there's not that doesn't really matter is independent. They can play whoever they want to play. Yeah. So, excuse me, they can play whoever they want to play. So they can load their schedule with SEC school or two, a Big Ten school or two, a Big 12 school or two, you know, some top-tier programs, and then also still play their UCLA in there. Whatever else is what is that is that the biggest one out there? Well, I, I think uh, well, I think uh, USC's biggest rival. You can make the case for UCLA. I've always heard it's more Notre Dame. They kind of play yeah. each other at the end of the year. Well, they could play Notre Dame still, but then they could play UCLA as well, and then they yeah. could they could reach out and play. I mean, 10, US... or 11, 10 or eleven really good schools a year, and then if you run through that, then yeah. you don't need a conference championship. Yeah. Game. I just I think from a talent standpoint, there's gonna be a hold, a hold back. You can see it with Notre Dame being independent. They've actually made the playoffs twice, but they always get, they always get boat raced. Yeah, I mean Notre Dame is weird too, cause like yeah they're independent, but they don't branch out really. You know they play kind of. Well, they're they're kind of contractually obligated to play five ACC schools a year. Yeah. So that cuts your. You know, random games. See, and USC might end up with something like that with the pack, with the you know. But the, you but you never know how that's going to. Because you know you can't have their basketball team go independent. Yeah. So they would probably have, yeah they would probably have a similar deal to that, so they could well, keep. Let them play UCLA. Let them play Oregon. Let them play Cal. 
and Washington and Washington State and then call it a day and then let the rest of it well, be. Well, no, they'll probably make UCLA like a permanent and then just have a rotator Yeah. Of the other four. Yeah. Either way, I think it would be good for USC because they would kind of get out of that shadow. Yeah, the Pac-12 is holding them back. It doesn't really matter when it's Oregon State or Colorado, but, I mean, a program of you expect USC to be at least top ten championship contending. I think they're waiting on Urban Meyer as a coach. Well, why didn't they finally help him this last season? I I don't think Urban Meyer's ready to do that just yet again. I don't think he's ready to go two or three more years till something crazy happens and he needs to take a break, but it's for real this time again. So Yeah. I don't know. But I do think it would be good for USC because they could play, you know, their five Pac-12 games, and then they could come play a – I'm not saying load your schedule up like Bama, LSU. No, do it. Do it. Clemson. I, see, Notre Dame gets – sometimes they can sneak out with stuff like that. Well, I mean, not like – I don't know. It, it would just be cool. I think it, I think it would be good for USC. It could be wrong, but – Yeah. And now we got an interesting debate that I heard on the radio a uh, bunch of people talking about it that I want to bring to Voluntarily Rolling, and that is Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill if you were the Tennessee Titans. And Tennessee, even though we're both Packers fans, Tennessee has a place in our heart as well because it's literally – It's the closest professional yeah. sport team. What, about a two-hour drive to Nashville from yeah. here? I was making it about once a month here last year. It's really not that bad, and I drove past the stadium all the time. So, yeah, Tennessee, or the Titans do kind of have like a, if they're playing anybody but the Packers, I want them to win, type feel. And uh, I have, you know, we have that special connection. Yeah. I want to go ahead and jump into this because I think it's something that's going to be completely overlooked. The Titans are not a win-now team, and Brady's a win-now quarterback. Yeah. This is not a good fit. You don't think the Titans? No, no, it's not. They're not a win-now team. Their own line's not as good. Dude, they just went to the AFC ship, though. Yeah, and I, they were also 2-5. and five. This was a very <laughs> flip-floppy team last year. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you got to look at it as if the they team... They don't have a big receiver. They got, they got A.J. Brown. Rookie sensation. How I mean when he's in his sophomore year? <laughs> I mean, you never know. He might. Nah. They got LeJuan and they got Conklin at tackle. They're pretty. This is not a win now team, especially on defense. <laughs> They're at least two or three years away. I don't like Tannehill. He's a game manager, and you don't win championships with game managers anymore. They have to be dynamic. Jimmy Grappa, game manager, lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and and it would happen if they played that game ten times. It would happen nine times the way it did. Yeah, because you can only contain Mahomes so much for so long. But you can't contain Garoppolo because he's not going to go beat you. No. So when you get up by two touchdowns on a team like the Niners, yeah, and you try to make him go beat you, he can't. And he showed that. Tannehill's the same way. They're probably not as good, but he's the but, same. But way. would you rather have Tannehill or Brady? Tannehill can give you probably. if you're the Titans now obviously if you're if you're the Patriots you would rather have Brady over Tannehill and most teams you would rather have Brady over Tannehill but 
in their situation from a money standpoint, from a how their team set up now standpoint, would you rather have Tannehill or Tom Brady? Tannehill. Me it, gives too. Me, it gives me two extra years. Me too. Two extra years to build up something. Because you get Tom Brady, there's a chance you might be in the exact same situation next season. Because nobody knows he's going to play after next year. He's 43. He'll be 43 when the season starts. There's no telling what's going to happen at 43 years old. No. And you look at the reason that the Titans got as far as they did this year. Derrick Henry. It was not quarterback play. Okay. You bring in Tom Brady, whose literally favorite route is a check down out to a running back. Derrick Henry doesn't do check down outs. No. And A.J. Brown doesn't do slants and drags. A.J. Brown is a go deep guy. Yeah. Their whole receiving course, because that's what they've built their team around. People, because, you know, they were high on Mariota. They wanted people to be able to run around while Mariota did his thing. And Yeah. Well, you saw what happened to the Mariota experiment. Um, so, I'm, I'm going Tannehill. Like you said, more years. Um, or, if you can't go Tannehill for whatever reason, if he's going to be too expensive. Teddy Bridgewater is about to be on the market. Teddy Bridgewater might be on the market. Or if you can sweep in in the second or third round maybe and get you a pretty decent quarterback, you say no to that? Who? What if they take Jordan Love in the first round? Who is Jordan Love? The dude from Ohio State. Getting a lot of love in the in the combine. And I've also seen Jalen Hurts. Combine? Name. I, guys, when we come back from commercial, I'll give you exactly what the combine is worth. <laughs> the combine, I have, I'm done with the combine. The combine is garbage. <laughs> In certain aspects, but you can't – I mean, a quarterback throwing routes to receivers, that's that's you can tell a lot by his form when he's throwing the football. I, I, I agree with you on the 40 time. I mean, who gives a crap how fast you are on the 40-yard dash, and who cares how much you can bench press because none of that translates on the field. How about still garbage? What if Jalen Hurts can go to the Titans? If they have the opportunity to draft Jalen Hurts and they need to do that, I don't think they will. Because that would probably be a, a quarterback to build around, probably like a Raiders or Dolphins, depending on how Tua goes. And so for for the Titans to get Jalen Hurts, they would have to give up their biggest weapon, which is Henry. Yeah, because that they would be G-Haw. that would be really dumb. They don't. Yeah, they don't need a scrambling quarterback. They need a pocket guy. Yeah, they need a Josh Allen from that's on the Bills. Heck no. The Josh Allen, Allen experience is terrible. <laughs> did you not watch that Texas game? Dude, I'm a fan. I am a fan of Josh you Allen. Did, I don't know if I could be a Bills fan. My, my blood pressure couldn't take it. He plays lights out for one drive and the next drive. I like Josh Allen. I think he's got potential. I mean, if Brady leaves the, the, the Patriots and he's the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. Bills could, you know. Unless Tua comes in and plays lights out, but. He won't play lights out first year. Who else is in that? The Jets. Sam Darnold, LOL. He's not He's not better than Josh Allen. And who else? What's the other team? The Patriots and yeah. the Dolphins. Well, who's the, who's the Patriots quarterback going to be? We don't know. Is it uh, what if What if Belichick goes against Winston and turns him into a, a fish? I mean, he had LASIK <laughs> surgery. <laughs> There's no. He's got the arm talent, and you've heard me say this a thousand times. If he had any type of sense up top, 
he would be a really good quarterback because he's got he's got the arm talent to make literally any throw on the field. But you watch his thirty interceptions; half of them are just awful. Like he's thrown it right at linebackers or right at a corner. He's not even. He's playing yeet ball. <laughs> he's not even getting it to his receiver. No. So, I don't know. Well, it, I'm interesting. This is you. This is the first year that I remember in the past five or six since I've really been watching the NFL where the quarterback carousel is as large. Wide open. Yes. As it is. Yes. Philip Rivers is looking for a new home. Uh, Brady. Who was the other one that got that didn't get signed? That didn't get signed. Uh, I can't think of it. Anyways, um, Taysom Hill wants out. He wants to play quarterback. He don't want to do this. You know, who's going to take Taysom Hill? That's what. But I mean, that's just what I'm saying. And then Andy Dalton's apparently on the market. Yeah, Andy Dalton's going to ride the pine. I hope he isn't expecting a major payday. The Bengals are wanting to trade Andy Dalton. Good. The, the The Bears are looking to shop. Trubisky. No way. Yes. There's no the way. Bengal, the Bengals are the Bears apparently are the favorite to land Dalton right now. This is just going to be Jay Cutler all over again. The Red Rocket. That's, I mean, as a Packers fan, I'm for it. A hundred percent I'm for it. Which, Trubisky was good for us too, but dude, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton needs to ride the pine in one of those teams that the franchises we forget about. I think the um, Tennessee, not the Tennessee Valley, I think the Vipers down in the XFL need a quarterback. Tampa Bay Vipers. They need a quarterback. Dude, Phillips Rivers, he moved to Florida. If he goes and plays for the Vipers in the XFL, they're the sudden favorites. I'm not, <laughs> that, may not, that might be my team to roll with. <laughs> Dude, I seriously seen something on Twitter today that if I could show pictures on this show, like if this was a video, I would show this tweet. But it was a list of all the quarterbacks coming out of this draft, and it had like projected teams, you know, like Burrow, Bengals, Tua, Dolphins, Herbert, Chargers, blah, 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 all the way down the line, right? Yeah. Guess the bottom it says Jake from Tampa Bay Vipers. <laughs> and, I started, <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing because literally, I mean, that's what. From. He hurt himself so bad this year. Like, yeah, I know he couldn't have went pro last year, but like after last year, people were looking at him like, "Hey, this dude might have this dude might be something come NFL time." And he had a terrible junior year. Awful. Why does he not stay in one more year in Athens? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. And especially in this quarterback class, because that's the thing. Like next year, you're looking at. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And who else? Quarterback-wise, that's going to be coming out in the draft. I don't know for sure. So stay one more year, and you're coming in probably as the number two. Or number three. Yeah. At worst, number three. Yeah. Or come out in a year where you're going to be, like, number nine or ten off the jump. Yeah. I mean, Herbert's better than him. Love's better than him. Hurts, I think, is better than Fromm. Than Fromm. Hurts is better than most of them. Most of the ones you just listed. I yeah. think he's better than Herbert at least. Her- 
Two is better than From. Burrow is better than From. I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. And he's coming on out. So, I mean. Props to him. Go get that money, I guess. But. Uh. And you have written down here, you're, it looks like a team that you're predicting to get, Tom Brady. Yes, in a wise counter move, there's a trade in the AFC East. Josh Allen to the Patriots. Brady to the Bills. The Bills. A sign and trade. Bills win Super Bowl two years in a row. <laughs> oh, man, they need to win one. Bad. Have you seen videos of Bills Mafia? They need a Super Bowl. They, these, this, this, this fan Or oh, they need to move him to Birmingham. No, Birmingham would not be nowhere near as fun as Buffalo. These people do flaming ECW table slams on each other. And the tailgate. <laughs> All right, so. Speaking of ECW, <laughs> you know what ECW is owned by? It's owned by WWE. Usually I'm the guy that has the smooth transitions, but Craig just. That was, I saw the opportunity to All transition. All that one, that was beautiful. Uh, speaking of WWE, guess what's in a month or so? A month and a week, maybe, something like that. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, the shows, there's a surprise, you know, most of the time they like to have WrestleMania somewhat set in stone. Yeah. Uh, based on what I read, there's only three matches I, like, guarantee going to happen, and two of them were announced last night on SmackDown. And, uh, I'm, I want to let you guess which one I'm the one I want to see versus the one that I don't really give you know much care to. You have Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. You don't really care about that one. And then you have Bray Wyatt versus John Cena for okay. no reason. <laughs> I like the Bray Wyatt and John Cena, and I know that's what you like too because you do not really like Roman Reigns. I'm starting to get turned off by Goldberg. This man is 55. He don't need to be winning the championship. He wants to come back and have like a little like month. Yeah, he needs to come have a feud with somebody and then disappear. But like no championship. But it's about that time. I mean, well, Undertaker is apparently fighting AJ Styles at WrestleMania. See, WrestleMania is looking like it's going to be one of the better ones in the last few years. Yeah, but Undertaker should have never got beat by Brock Lesnar. No, it. Uh, you know what? I, looking back on it, we're about five years out from that. Looking back on it, that was a brilliant move because everybody hates Brock Lesnar. And what's the one way to make people hate Brock Lesnar even more? Have him beat Undertaker. That was a brilliant It was move. brilliant, dude. Vince is playing 4D chess with this stuff. I don't think people realize just how... I mean, Vince is... He's been doing this for a long time, and he's been very good at it. Like this Yes, is, but dude, no... I know it drives the hatred for Brock Lesnar. It was a it was a brilliant move. But you hated it. It was one of your worst. Yeah, it, it was absolutely awful, which is exactly the reaction he wanted. Yeah, I know. 4D chess. <laughs> which breaks my heart, because I know that John Cena is going to beat Bray Wyatt, and I'm going to feel terrible. If it's Thugonomics John Cena? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. If it's the... They, but see, this is, the, this is my problem. They've made the fiend into this unstoppable force, and Goldberg comes and beats him. Pretty quick. The match was about six or seven minutes long. So, why? I mean, why John Cena now? You could have had the fiend as champion fighting John Cena, who, if he beats the fiend at WrestleMania, breaks the record for most championships where he's tied with Ric Flair. 
and be and he could come back as Evil old school John Cena. Yeah, you could and have rap a, about this goofy fiend guy. No, you could have had a brilliant feud, but instead you put the belt on Goldberg. And I hate to tell him, I don't want Roman Reigns to win. I want Goldberg to win. Yeah. I don't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> I don't really like Roman Reigns either. I feel like he, he, I don't know. And each, you know, we always talk about how the wrestlers, like you can see who some of them are trying to be. Yeah. Like Dolph Ziggler was trying so hard to be Shawn Michaels. It's not even funny. Oh, yeah. Dean yeah. Ambrose was like the Mick Foley back then. Yeah. Um. It's all, what, give me another one. Uh, you have the crap. I can't remember their names. I'm thinking of them right now. I can see their faces. The Usos. Yeah, I guess the Usos are trying to be the Hardy Boys. Yeah, like I mean, it, yeah, not not like completely identical, but the same style. Yeah, and I don't know why Roman Reigns just seems to be. I, I can't put my finger on who he's trying to be, but I don't like it. It's like he's. They're trying to make him be Stone Cold, like Diet Stone Cold, but also The Rock. Like he's got the spear. Which is Goldberg. Which is Goldberg, and he's got the Superman punch. Which is his own. I'll give him credit that it's yeah. his own. I don't, I don't see anybody else using that. But I, I just don't like it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Speaking yeah. of not liking things, we're about to have to go on a break, and I don't like breaks, but we got to get refreshed and. Yeah, I get caught in pretty bad doing these shows. Gather our thoughts for the next episodes, or not next episode. Excuse me, the yeah. next. Why are you portion. jumping so far ahead, bro? <laughs> we haven't even finished this. Show. The, the the next portion of this episode, where we're going to talk a little bit about everything, as. As always, we're going to talk a little bit about everything because I'm going to go ahead and say that half the stuff we just talked about in our intro was. The intro was only supposed to be two minutes, and now it's turned into twenty-two <laughs> minutes. So. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to keep the next one short and sweet. Yeah, we'll try. But we'll be back. We are back with a little more rolling voluntarily, of course. And I have a question for my good friend Craig here. Um, who will win a championship first? The Memphis Grizzlies or the Tennessee Titans? Well, currently? I mean, period. Like, Titan, uh, the period. Titans have the best shot right now between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grizzlies are in rebuild mode. Yeah, John Morant's pretty good, but they're going to build around him so I'd probably retire the Grizzlies have a really good young core to build around if the Titans can do it in the next two to three years so if they do go get them a big name quarterback and they win some win a Super Bowl within the next couple years I'm going Titans if they don't it'll be the Grizzlies if it goes past two years, the Grizzlies will have one within five years. You think? Yeah. That's bold. Right now. Grizzlies will have a title within five years. And if they play the Lakers in the playoffs and they get the eight seed and the Lakers get the one seed, the Grizzlies will beat them in seven. That's bold. That is incredible. Checks bold. mix bold. 
is the best, and you can write it down right now. If the Grizzlies play the Lakers, you put money on it. Yeah, I probably will put money on. All right, we'll go. We'll go to tonight. <laughs> I will probably put money on that. I really will. I like their style. I like the greediness. I don't know. That's that's a risky bet, in my opinion. That's bold. That's bold. That's, that's bold. When you click, when you type in an essay, you click on the font. You click bold. <laughs> so you don't think? The I don't know. I think the Grizzlies will get swept. They might win one and go. Didn't they just play tonight? Once is a fluke thing. Yeah, this this is going to happen. How, but how'd it go though? Like, oh, what, are you about? To, are you about to be like a, like a grizzly super fan? Right yes. Now? Yes. Yes. <sighs> you, should, I, yeah, I told y'all. I pledged my allegiance to the Grizzlies at the beginning of this season. I'm all aboard this bandwagon. <sighs> And speaking of bandwagons. Speaking of bandwagons, the XFL, I've decided to pick a team to roll with. Um, it was a tough decision. I visited every every facility, shook hands and all that. And I have chosen. Been a long week. Been a long week. And I think I've chosen the St. Louis Battle Hawks. I have earned my fanhood. And you're going to ask why. Why didn't you pick the Roughnecks of Houston? And I have a rule for that. <laughs> Never pick teams from Texas. They tend to choke. <laughs> and if they don't choke, they're cheaters. <laughs> it's, the only t- it's the only way they can win in Texas. Speaking of cheaters, I've got to tell what happened today. Me and Craig, we went to watch my little sister play a little softball. And we walked by a dugout, and I think it might have been... Man, I really don't remember what team it was. But they was over there beating on a, on a trash can. <laughs> And Craig said, what in the world's going on? And literally, and he'll back me up on this, response time of a, of a cat, quick as lightning, say, it's the Houston Astros. <laughs> that was the greatest Zach, that was the greatest joke Zach has ever said to me. I'm proud of it. I, I really was proud of it. I mean, it. it was quick, lightning quick. I've been, I've been on some dad jokes lately, and that's not really a dad joke. That's just more of a sports joke. But my joke game has gotten... <laughs> Better over the past couple of years, <laughs> but that was a good one. But anyways, back uh, to the, the original. Original content. Yeah, I have a interesting question for you. Okay. Okay. In about a month or so, we're gonna do our WrestleMania slash baseball predictions preview show. Yes. Okay. As Zach knows, and you all will know. I don't really care about baseball. <laughs> like, I respect it as a game, and I will watch it, like, in person. I will go to a game. I'm not watching it on TV. You read every Central High School baseball game our senior year. Out yeah. Of yeah. In my truck. Because <laughs> I wasn't paying to get it. Anyway. So, I don't really have a team I like to follow. Yeah. So, on our preview special... You have to tell me what team I'm bandwagoning on this year. And, but you won't take my team for a team. I have three criteria you have to just keep in mind. Okay. They cannot have made the ALCS or NLCS in the last two years. Okay. They has to be competitive okay. for a playoff spot, wild card. Okay. And they cannot be the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, or the Braves. <laughs> All right, 
You're gonna come at me with something whack, like you. You want me to say the Cubs because that's who you always want. That's who I want. Yeah, you, it's really, the Cubs. you really want to be a Cubs fan, but you want me to pick your. I'm team. not waiting a hundred years for the <laughs> World Series, though. I yeah. saw it with my own eyes once. That was fine. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think on it and I'll get back to you. You said the Mariners and we very disappointed. <laughs> I forget about them sometimes. <laughs> So I'll get back with you for that. That show's going to be fun because that's something that... That's going to be a long show. Our audience better buckle <laughs> up for that one. I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about some baseball and WrestleMania is always a good time. Uh, well... The best part about WrestleMania for us is we usually start it about the time it's ending in real life. <laughs> so we will turn all of our notifications off. We won't get on Twitter... And we'll fast forward through literally all the standing still stuff. Yeah. And that's a lot easier on us. Yeah, because it's really hard to watch. I would say or... we would live tweet it. And we might actually do that. You know, we might we, actually do that if, this year. If we have the time, we could do it. I'd have to get the laptop out, though. Yeah, we might actually, because it's, it's just a way to interact with different with people. And I don't know. I think I'm. It's a sun, it's, it'll obviously be a Sunday night, and I'm off work, so... Like I'm that. taking off the Monday afterwards because WrestleMania is not going to be over to 1 a.m. <laughs> I'm also taking off the Monday afterwards. Yeah. So, <sighs> that'll be a good show. That'll be a fun one. Keep on looking out for that. That'll probably be the, I don't know, probably the end of March. Yeah. Yeah, right right around the time baseball starting. But before WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You know, I think it's time for one final commercial break. Yeah, absolutely. And then we, when we get back, we'll have Clown of the Week. There's actually probably three or four Clowns of the Week. This might be a pretty good segment. There's a, there is... There's a sports one, there's a politics one, <laughs> and there's a disease-related one. <laughs> so we will be right back with that in our usual Tennessee-Alabama wrap-up. I am Scott Jones, and I approve this message. Scott Jones is pro-life, pro-gun, and one of the first in Lauderdale County to support President Trump. Scott is the former chairman of the Lauderdale County Republican Party. Scott Jones will have those same conservative values when elected as superintendent of education. Let's elect a superintendent with common sense and the backbone to stand up for what is right. Vote for the conservative. Scott Jones for superintendent of education. Paid political advertisement by Scott Jones Campaign, 894 County Road 90, Waterloo, Alabama, 35677. We're back for Clowns of the Week. Spelled with a Z because we got a clown car. Because there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch. This was a big week and stupid. But first, we're going to ask our viewers to do us a favor. Go back and find out exactly how many we've had. If it's been, if we've done it the on every episode these like these five weeks or four because I can't remember but let us know and let us know who your favorite was and see how they stack up to the ones for this week because literally this week it is a doozy we had to cut some stuff out of the show just so we could extend yeah clown of the clowns of the week this week as you can tell we do we do genuinely enjoy this segment <laughs> I do I do talk I love talking about the person that literally just made themselves look stupid the past week, and there was a bunch. And I want to start out with Garth Brooks, who, so we can talk, say we talked about music on this show because we promised we would start. Garth Brooks is a guy who 
had a point in his career that I really, really, really enjoyed the music that he made. Yeah. And then it kind of got bad, and then he had that weird rock. dark rock pop kind of deal he had going on there. Oh, yeah, Chris Gaines. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> yeah. love Chris Gaines. <laughs> so, but he had, you know, Thunder Rolls, that's a beautiful song. Yeah. Uh, there's all kind of I love there's a bunch of Garth Brooks songs that, that yeah, I really love listen you go get the Garth Brooks box set you'll be fine yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a bad country music yeah, artist yeah. but anyways he had a concert in Detroit Michigan Garth Brooks isn't the kind of the week by no means so don't get don't don't get it twisted um, concert in Detroit Michigan wears a Barry Sanders jersey Detroit Lions Barry Sanders jersey and there's literally people our age that thought that was a Bernie Sanders for president jersey. And if you thought it, and if you tweeted about it, especially if you tweeted about it or put it on Facebook, you're a clown. In this day and age, it's not hard to like see Barry Sanders. I saw a Barry Sanders highlight clip today on yeah. Twitter. I yeah. mean, it's not hard to find out who this was. I mean, and plus, that didn't even look like a like a Bernie Sanders t-shirt. <laughs> If Bernie Sanders is handing out like NFL caliber jerseys, a Detroit rally, Lions jersey. Yeah, I need to go to these rallies and scoop some of these jerseys up from them. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, that was. So you're all clowns, and now Craig, who really enjoys this segment, has a double dosage. I got a double clown. And what's crazy is we were struggling to think of who it was going to be this week. We were texting each other yesterday trying to figure out. And then okay. Oh, we were gonna, we were trying to figure out a clown yesterday at noon, and then by three p.m. we had yeah, three th- clowns. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first clown, Zach, uh, taking all my classes at UNA, uh, all the political science classes, I learned one thing: polls are useless but fun to look at. Yeah. Uh, so they've been taking polls here recently, and one of these polls was about the recent coronavirus in Japan. Yeah. Thirty-eight percent of our fellow Americans are not going to drink Corona beer (laughs) because they did not want to get coronavirus. A further 16% are not sure if there's a link to the beer in the disease, but they're not drinking Corona anyway. Once again, that round, that, that adds up to 54%. 38, let's see, 38, 16. If you're going to buy stock in something, don't buy in stock in Corona beer. Yeah, that was very unfortunate <laughs> for Corona. So the Now cor- would be a good time to, because of the coronavirus, now would be a good time to buy some stocks and get ready to hold and sell some stocks in the future. Because everything's down, obviously, right now, so... You just pulled a stock quote <laughs> out of nowhere in Clown of the Week. I don't know if this clown worthy or not. No, I mean, you can call me a clown if you want. But. Honk, honk. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, if you're if you're into that kind of stuff, and I'm sure if you're into that kind of stuff, you already know that. You don't need us to tell you that. But Yeah. I know I, I used to be pretty into it, and I kind of quit, but this is kind of making me want to get my feet wet again. Oh, yeah, the stocks are down. I'm probably going to scoop some up this weekend. But so we got. If you thought that that was a Barry Sanders, Bernie Sanders jersey, you're a clown. And if you have, if you think Corona beer has to do, if you're not messing with Corona beer because of the coronavirus, <laughs> yeah. you're a clown. So 
So there's there's at least 54%. And I'm going to go out on a limb, Craig, and say that it's probably the same 54% that thought that was a Bernie Sanders joke. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, it's funny you mentioned Bernie Sanders because he's our third clown of the week. Um, there's a show called 60 Minutes. Yeah. That comes on after the, after the 5.30 news on Sunday nights. And it usually comes on after NFL games. But, yeah. Uh, and this is a news show where they tend to interview people, okay? And this, and, and this is an election year, so they interview candidates for president of the United States. And this is a big deal, big news show, big setup. It is typically advisable in these scenarios not to say anything stupid. <laughs> Sometimes they don't listen to that advice. Because this uh, last Sunday on 60 Minutes, Bernie Sanders was given an interview. Bernie Sanders is a candidate for the Democrat nomination and praises Fidel Castro's literacy programs. As what he, he said, some of the things he didn't, some of the, to paraphrase Bernie Sanders, some he says that some of the things Castro did were bad, but the literacy program was good. That's bold. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Cuba. They don't look particularly happy. No. And I hate to tell Bernie, but you know the the, the literacy rate at the time was eighty seven percent. It's not like it was ten percent. Castro made it a hundred. Like this was, I mean, it was working its way up. People yeah. were learning to read. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I'm gonna have an honorable mention. So yeah. Bernie Sanders is clown of the week, along with our other two. Yeah. I'm going to have an honorable mention, and that is Joe Biden, who finally... Joe Biden has ran for president three times in our, in, in our wonderful history, and once in 1988, uh, or 1992, one of those two. One definitely in 2008, one in 2020. First off, holy crap, that's almost 40 years of difference. Props to him for being around that long. Uh, but... As of these three tries tonight, leap day 2020, he won a state in the primary. Good job, Joe. <laughs> he stuck it in. He he stuck with it long enough, and it finally paid off. So this is, so he really wouldn't be clown of the week. He would be if we were going to start a new segment. He, I'm not he, starting the underdog of the week. <laughs> I'm not sitting there and looking through Facebook videos no, and all not that. Underdog. Star of the week. We'll come up with a cooler name. Star of the week. Star of the week. MVP of the week. It's got to be Joe Biden. I'm not giving the first MVP of the week award to Joe Biden. (laughs) Can you be an honorable mention and you come up with MVP of the week on the fly? Yeah, I got your MVP of the week. All right, let's go. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let me tell you why. Because he called out James Harden, and I know he did it at the All-Star game. It was one of them leads I've been talking about. I know he did it in the All-Star game, but James Harden rifles back and says, I would love to be seven foot tall and just dunking on people, not having to be all athletic. Giannis is so much better than James Harden. That's why he's the MVP of the week, and he's got James Harden's feathers ruffled. Well, James Harden peaked three years ago. Yes, James Harden's not going to get any better. No. And Giannis is slowly but surely developing a jump shot, and if he completely develops a jump shot, 
he could possibly go down as... Oh, he's looking at GOAT material. Yes. He won MVP last year. He's got to win it again this year. But, yeah, he's seven foot tall and really athletic, but he's starting to learn how to shoot, and that's scary. Because there's not anybody that can stop him if he gets a full head of steam in the rim. I don't know one person who can stop him. Who? JaVale McGee. <laughs> JaVale Anyways. McGee. Is Timothy Moskov still playing? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. At the end of the day, Giannis will get the last laugh because his team will be playing for an NBA championship. And the Rockets and their six foot six center will be sitting at home watching. Bold take. Yeah. Ooh, you made you made some steamy ones tonight. <laughs> the Rockets will not get past the first round. Wow. The Lakers will not get past the first round. Oh my. That's bold. That's two of the top four teams not making it out of the first round. And the Sixers in the other side will not get out of the first round. I can see that. They're not. Because good. right now they're the five seed, and they suck on the road. They literally have won. I think they've lost two games at home all year. But as the five seed, you're going to have to win some games on the road. Ben Simmons is once again not healthy. Shocker. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and Bede's not healthy. Again, shocker. And Bede played the other night. He had almost 50 points. Yeah, he got hurt. He's out for like two weeks. <laughs> the Sixers, man, they're so close, but they can't keep it together long enough to hold, to hold off. And I feel for you because I'm not I'm really not 100% sure what the Sixers fan. I don't think I've ever asked you. That question stays between me in a condo in Panama City in 2012. <laughs> Are you serious? I was watch- we were watching it on senior trip, and uh, one of the people I went down there with was a Celtics fan. They were playing the Sixers, so just to antagonize him during the trip, I was I was outside. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a total Sixers fan. And I just kind of rolled with them ever since. That's what I'm gonna give you some notes. Fanhood <laughs> born out of pure pettiness and nonsense. See, I don't have a cool story like that. I don't know why I'm like, I just decided, you know, I'm probably never, we're going to go to a Packers game eventually, but I haven't been to a Packers game, so I feel like I'm not a true, I mean, I'm a true fan. I'm a diehard fan, but until I go to a game in Lambeau, it's not complete, right? Yeah. I didn't want to have an NBA team to chase, so I was like, hey, I'll just get the Grizzlies. They're easy to go to, and one of these days, I'm going to go to a Grizzlies game, so. It's far more achievable to go to a Grizzlies game. Who? It's far more achievable to go to a Grizzlies Absolutely. game. Absolutely. So, there's our clown of the week, our MVP of the week. MVP of the week will not be a new segment. This is purely a one-off effort. <laughs> yeah, I'm bull crap. It's, it's not, coming every it's week. Not, no, it's you're good. thinking of the MVP of the week, man. <laughs> I'll make a random crap. I'll look at the newspaper <laughs> for some random dude who found a can on the side of the road and gave it to a homeless person. Maybe pee of the week. Look at that. Look at that. Here's all problems. <laughs> okay. You want an old busted can? As always, we're going to go Bama and Vols, and we'll let Craig rock and roll first. Well, uh, Wednesday night, they got absolutely destroyed in Fayetteville, Arkansas by the Hawks, <laughs> to which I had to tell our friend Grayson about, and he reacted with joy. <laughs> but then today, they beat Florida. We almost blew a 19-point lead. 
but held on to get the W. Uh, I wish they'd quit doing that. They would probably have 10 more wins than they have now if they just held on to the lead. Uh, they go to Kentucky Tuesday. I want Adolph Rupp's head on the spike. And then after that, I think I'm thinking they got a home stand with Auburn and Venice, the SEC tournament, which we'll you know we'll talk about more next week. So they have they have a chance to make a statement here. Yeah, two really big wins and a decent run in the tournament. There's potential for them to uh, at least make the tournament, the yeah. NCAA tournament. And Bama's in the same boat, really, as far as that goes. So who would they have left? They uh Missouri and Randy, I think. Vandy? Yeah. Well there's the Missouri's not very good either. Yeah, I think that's who they got left. I'm not hundred percent sure. They might have three game left. I'm not sure. Anyways, they don't have much three two or three very very, very winnable ball games ahead of in of head for Bama. So they take care of business and then win one in the tourney, maybe two. <clears throat> I think they're in. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you got anything else Tennessee related? Baseball undefeated. They have a they have a victory over the number one team in the country uh, a couple weeks ago. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who they play next or when or where or what time, but I'm paying attention to baseball season. At least until they lose a game, and then I won't care anymore. <laughs> Alabama is also undefeated in baseball, and I called it. I said that old Coach Bo, <coughs> excuse me, would get things turned around at Bama. And he has. We have got to stop trying to record these episodes at 1.30 in the morning. I know. This was your idea. I know. Um, I knew he would get it turned around, and he has. And Bama's looking good. Bama, Tennessee, both undefeated. In baseball. Who would have thought? Nice. Nice. Look at us, you know. Who would have thought? Not me, you know. (laughs) Um, But other than that, that's really all to report on. Bama had a pretty big win tonight without Petty against South Carolina. At home, they held on and won. Herb Jones shooting free throws one-handed. Was that Herb Jones? Okay, I got to add one more clam of the week. Oh, Lord. Whoever has the final say-so in the James Naismith um, Defensive Player of the Year that released a top 10 and forgot Mr. Herbert Jones, and he didn't – he wasn't even a top 10 defensive player. (laughs) Okay. This man had a game where he had 17 rebounds, two blocks, and three steals with one hand. (laughs) But he's not a he's not in the defense. Come on, come on now. Leads the NCAA and charges taken. Come on now. Don't come at me. Since he's been since he's been at Bama, he has more charges drawn than anybody in basketball, and he's not a top no clown of the week. Surprise clown of the week right at the end. You gotta watch it with them clown of the week. They really sneak up on you. <laughs> You just get, you just start talking about stuff and you get really mad for some reason about something and then we just can't hand out clowns of the week at people we don't like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we do anyway, but we need to like <laughs> we need to have rules and regulations about this clown of the week stuff. 
Because it, it, it started out, it was going to be a single person every time. Yeah, now we've done like, we've done four people. <laughs> half in a, in half a, the country. <laughs> Probably not the week. It's crazy. <laughs> Next week, it might be one person. And it might be 15,000 again. You never know. No. We're not doing fifteen thousand. We're gonna we're gonna do one person. Someone's gonna do something really dumb next week. I can feel it. Especially with some of the stuff we got going on. Yeah. It could even be a local clown of the week, like somebody that something like some local news. You never yeah. know because yeah. the local elections are coming up. Speaking of local elections, <laughs> uh, me and Zach want to encourage you. Uh, to all vote. Uh, this episode's going up probably Sunday, March 1st. Uh, primary day is Tuesday, March 3rd. So, me and Zach do not care who you vote for. Just do go vote. Right. Uh, exercise that right. Do, um, I mean, the people that are fighting for, are fighting for everything. Which is might be coming to an end soon. We might. That's exciting. Craig can go into detail about that if he wants to, real fast. Well, uh, well I want to wait a week before I comment on that and see how it's all shaking out. All right. That's kind of a big deal, and I want to put all my facts in order. Right, right, right. Well, if you, you know, know us, we're all about facts. <laughs> but, but if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about the agreement between. There's a potential uh, peace deal with the Taliban. Yes. In the United States, troops could be coming home, but we'll wait and see. Um, we'll do that maybe next week. Yeah. What was I? What was I going? What was I going for here? Do you uh, remember? Something about vote. Oh yeah, the people, the, the <laughs> they fight for your rights, you know. And anyways, one of those rights is voting. Ex- exercise that right. This has been Zach. And uh, this has been Voluntary Rolling with Zach and Craig. This episode today was brought to you by uh, the campaign for Scott Jones for Superintendent Lardo County School Board. Y'all have a good night. As always, stay, stay blessed. We'll see y'all soon.